What up, though? Y'all know what this is. Respect the worst if you don't respect the best. Top tier podcast. I am Ledge. Let's get right off into this, man. It's been a minute. Just want to hit y'all with a, you know, a, a roundup of what's going on in battle rap. Uh, a couple of things is going down very soon. Obviously, we got like a, a million cards going on on the 30th. So I get to those in due time. Also, you know, a battle dropped that people are, have been, uh, been for the most part, very pleased with. Very, very pleased with. And that was a band legacy battle that officially dropped. And I would say finally, but it really hasn't been that that long. I mean, in comparison to like when they do like smack volumes and like when their battles take months. It was a couple of weeks, but we finally got one and it was a, it was a good one. It was a solid one, a solid battle. You know, we had people um want to kind of hike it up there, you know, a little bit as being, you know, maybe like a classic and things of that nature. I wouldn't go to that extreme with it. You know what I'm saying? I want to shout out Pastor E, my guy. Follow him at Echo underscore the underscore light. Echo the light. You know, if you can't find him somewhere on there, you can, man, just follow me. You'll you'll see him. He's got E at Echo the Light. We talk often on Twitter, so follow him there. You can't find his name, but like I said, Echo underscore the underscore Light. Man, we was going back and forth. He told me because he was actually there at the event, which is only I really value his opinion because he travels and he goes to these events and he went there for all three days, I believe. And he but he was telling me like. <laughs> He said something on the line on the, along the lines of this was like the best PG maybe like ever or something along those lines. I don't want to put words into his mouth, you know what I'm saying? But it was something along those lines. And so he kind of he kind of got me way more amped for this battle than I initially was. Although I've seen Swamp plenty of times and Swamp is dope. And I've seen Your Honor once. So I wasn't like too sure how this battle would turn out, but no, it was dope. It wasn't like the, like the best shit I've ever seen, but it was dope. You can clearly see the potential in both. Like you can see why they got on this card and why you will see them again very soon. I imagine on another URL, uh, card, like very soon sometime this year. So, you know, as always, y'all know me. I'm not really giving away bars. That's not my thing. Like my delivery is trash. And like, again, if I said it might not sound as hot, then you go to the battle. It might sound 10 times better or something might be trash to me. But you hear it with them like, yo, that was fire. You said it was weak. But um, yeah. So but just getting into like the ins and outs of the other how the battle went, you know, what I'm saying the dynamics of it was your honor went first. And what I like about your honor, he, he has like a mixed bag of he can be he can be funny. He can be aggressive because his voice, his voice lends you to think he should probably be a little more aggressive. But he all, but he has this comedic side to him and he's just funny sometimes with just his word selection and things he says without even trying to be funny. Although you can tell he was trying to be funny in the beginning because he comes out just straight clowning. Uh, swamp, ba like basically his wardrobe and him being from the south. 
and things of that nature. And then he gets into his more aggressive bag, gun lines, you know what I'm saying? Just talking real hood and managed to this nigga, man. It was it was a strong start. Um, I think with him, he kind of had like awkward stops. I would say particularly in the second and third round, he just stops weird. He has a weird stop when he's when it's time for him to, to end his round. It's just kind of awkward. He probably need to brush up on that. And that's why these are PG's proven grounds. They'll look at they look. I'm pretty sure they both are smart guys. They probably look at their own game tapings and can see like, yo, I need to clean that up. Most definitely. Um, Swamp comes in right after him and he was just he was more he was more polished i feel like he was cooking from the gate i thought he paced himself well he was a little more comfortable with you know his material throughout the whole round i felt like your honor was comfortable in spots during his first round but sometimes you can tell he might have to practice his rounds more so he don't feel like he have to he has to go back because i think sometimes his problem was after he get a reaction kind of like the craig lamar problem where craig lamar would get a reaction maybe he either did or didn't respect expect excuse me and he would like have trouble going back to restart his round i mean to restart his uh bar and to pick right back up where he left off I can tell that that could potentially be a problem for your honor. Not so much with Swamp. Swamp was very comfortable in the transitions, whether he got a reaction or not. And that just comes from like a lot of repetition, a lot of times being on multiple platforms and multiple leagues and just like being a real student of the game. Swamp was very smooth in his round, had some really dope lines. Everybody talking about the whole honor to God bar that he had for him and represents his his grandmother <laughs> talking about him, him missing church for a battle you know to and it was just cold you'll see that on twitter the timeline everybody's like kind of either quoting that that line or like there's a video footage of it up since the battle was up but i feel like he i wouldn't say clearly clearly to me is like a 10 7 10 8 round but but you can you can make the case he clearly got it but I just gave him to him with an edge because I did think Your Honor was was funny in that round. I did think he had some nice gun line, gun lines in that round. And I do like his aggression. His vocal projection is strong. It got kind of gives me a Suge feel. But you wouldn't expect that because he's not nowhere the stature of Suge. He's it look like he's about yo don't don't kill me Your Honor. But you like you about like five eight five nine ish. You know what I'm saying? So. His height wouldn't lend you to think his voice carries a punch like that, but it does. It's very strong and it's commanding. So, like, I can hear him on a big stage and see him get a real big, big reaction. I think that's what he'll probably be a, a gift and a curse as because the way he writes and crafts his material, <clears throat> if a big shot doesn't land, the rest, of, the rest of the round could suffer. And that's going into the second round. Where it's more the same, where he's kind of opening up being funny, transitioning to more serious content. And some of it didn't land. He raps really well though. Like he the way he flows, like yup dudes and yup dudes. Like he kind of got that Shug flow too. It's kind of kind of nice flow pattern to it. But if there's nothing in there that's hitting, he's kind of it's kind of just wasted material and his round just goes by 
rather quickly. And um, that's pretty much what happened in the second round. But he was fired. He was saying some stuff. But to me, it wasn't nothing really was sticking to me personally. I've seen people who kind of like they were more fond of his second round than I was. I put it like that. Whereas, you know, Honor came and I felt like he his I mean, excuse me, Swamp came and he he intensified as that round got deeper into that, you know, into the dark territory where it's round two. And we need this round. We need to, you know, when you're boxing and you hear it's 10 seconds, like you better get your last flurry in before this round is over and the judges have to make a decision. I feel like with Swamp, once he got midway to his second round, he just really turned up a level. And the smack reference to end the round was a perfect way to end the round. What I wanted to ask Swamp, and I don't know if he's going to listen to this. I don't know if he's on Twitter. Did he end it? Just based off of the reaction he got, because I felt like maybe the first two rounds he ended it short. Well, not short, but based off the reaction he got, like, I don't even need to say no more, which would be smart if he did. Whether he did or he didn't, it doesn't matter. But I felt like he did like, oh, I got this in the bag. You see how they reacting? Like he he just stopped. I thought like he could have said a little bit more, but I don't know. That's a question we probably won't have answered. And then to the third, <clears throat> your honor, probably this is probably his worst round because he was like kind of like trying to talk to him, give him advice, like jokingly. And then he got back Glock 9 and he started gun barring him again. <clears throat> he had a cringy uh, bar about a silverback. And then he made the like the gorilla sounds. And it was just. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know how we feeling about that one, but and he ended it. I think he ended that round rather short. And Yana just took off, and, and Yana just took off and just stopped rapping. And Swamp came right behind him and just pretty much closed the show. Um, I really got Swamp three zero to be honest with you, in a really good battle, like for both. Like their profiles didn't diminish at all in this one. I think if anything, they're their profiles risen and we will be seeing them again. Your honor was dope for about, I'll say almost two, two rounds, almost two and a half, maybe. And I feel like swamp was just dope. All three. And he edged all three. I think the clearest round he got to me was a third. And, um, yeah, swamp with that Southern accent, the way he, the way he punches is, is different. It's like a roundabout way of getting to the punch. Like, it's not a quick, yo, I do something like this. He ha- he kind of like explains it, the punch. Like when he's like making references to his women, like it's like when I'm it's like when your girlfriend doesn't come home late and she does this. It's like that's his punch. It's not a quick con like punch where it's just, you know, what I'm saying Give you the pill like the Matrix or something, some wild, just a regular. It's like or he has a roundabout way of explaining his punch that's kind of refreshing, if if he says it right and if it lands. But so I, I kind of like that, and like I said, his accent is different, it's refreshing. A Southern Carolina cat coming up, so it was dope. I like that battle, really good battle. Um, I was talking to the guys at 
let's talk battle rap podcast. Me and them, we always go back and forth on something. And I was just saying that in terms of people hyping it up, I'm not saying that it has been hyped. Basically, what I was trying to do was trying to get in front of it before people overreact. Because in battle rap, people tend to overreact over good battles because now the bar is set so low we just want people to get through their material and have good rounds where that wasn't really even thought about back in the day like the the notion that somebody might choke wasn't even thought of our in our minds when we seen the battle on paper coming up it was just like yo he gonna win two one he gonna buy his cat we was never like yo he gonna win if he don't choke like we was so the fact that we got two young cats battling it out and there was no slips no stumbles and that they both kind of had a whole different, like they sounded like they didn't sound like anybody and their approach wasn't like anybody's. It's, it's refreshing. But I was just trying to get in front of it so people won't overreact because people will overreact to this. You will see people who aren't as educated, as in depth, as Let's Talk Bad Rap, the guys over there, as myself, as a guy like Pastor E, who's like been around, like we've, like, I would, like, I've, been in the circles and talked to guys i was in the midst like i'm this is not revisionist history it wasn't like i wasn't around watching and paying attention paying attention to everything that was going on during that time people were like thrown to the wolves so to speak early and some survived and some didn't but i think with swamp in your honor i just think they maybe need one or two more that was amongst people in their own tier you know whether it be guys like Cuban, Ace, you know what I'm saying? Ace, I mean, uh, who else? Who else is there? You know, just anybody like Asylum the Crow, like people sleep on him. I think he's good. So, like, I want to see those just like let them rumble for one, maybe one or two more matches and then do whatever. That's all I'm saying. But I'm just though, I just don't want people to get ahead. Like, yo. After this performance, he can battle such and such. Like, I don't want that to happen. But, you know, shout out to Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. Shout out to my man E. Shout out to everybody that's rocking with me, man. This was a good, good, good battle. And we'll see what happens from here. Moving right along. And I'm going to move right along, man. So Black Ice is back. Yep, yep. Life After Death is the name of the card. March 31st is the date. So glad it's not March 30th like every other card this this month. And um, they got a good one. The main event, 2-1-2. And I swear I was talking about this. Not only was I talking about this on the pod after the Killer B show-stopping clean paper battle. I was talking about this with fellas in the Discord. Follow them on the Discord. Uh ultimate debate league udl punch really cool place man just debate all type of topics they upload on youtube you know it's pretty cool man all the fellas are knowledgeable about battle rap and outside of battle rap but we were talking about um uh show stopper and killer b and we was like yo two on two against them with somebody like nwx b dot and geechee uh marvin quest that'll be dope i don't think too many people want smoke against killing a show on the two-on-two and lo and behold black ice must have heard me y'all must have heard me it's all good 
We're going to keep that between you and I. Just joking, yo. But no, NWX, man, they they are here. <laughs> they will be in the building to take on Killer B and Showstopper in a two-on-two that should, could be a classic. When you talk about chemistry, NWX are as close to brothers in that regard when I'm talking about Kayshawn and DNA. But what are they going to do when they're going against actual brothers who are just going to be so in sync with e- with each other as going to be second nature? And that might alone overwhelm them and it might overwhelm the crowd, too, because this is that, you know, the classic 10 buck two place where a lot of black ice battles go down. That's so they're going to have home court. The crowd going to be with them. They're going to know their slogans. They're going to understand how they scheme and how they weave together their material. But the K-Shine and DNA, they're well-traveled. They're veterans. Probably the best two-on-two tandem ever. <clears throat> I know people love the gun titles, but come on. We only seen them twice. NWX been here, done that. So that's going to be a good one. <clears throat> also on the car, excuse me, Miatris. Who's really dope, man. I've seen her maybe. I know I've seen her against Norma Bates. Maybe two years ago. Maybe less than that. I'm not sure. I thought she won. But the crowd, I guess it was very. It's probably pro-Norma. Because I think that was her first battle there. If I'm not mistaken. She's a chick from like Ohio. I think. She was good that battle. I had her winning. But the, I, I think the crowd was more with Norma. And I also remember her battling Vixen on Vixen's birthday. And I think she beat Vixen too. Just no, not just my opinion. I think she beat Vixen too. And I like Vixen a lot. So, but yeah, thought she did her kind of kind of dirty on her birthday. But she'll be going against C three, who I feel like I've brung her name up in like twenty on twenty episodes. She is so active this year. My God, C three is getting that. Getting to that bag. I ain't mad. I ain't even mad at it. So this would be a dope battle too. You know. I don't I don't think people should sleep on this. This could upstage the main event. It very it very well could. Meatrice is, is really dope. And we all know C3 can be aggressive. Can joke. Can punch. She's you know. Got a full arsenal. So I, I'm ready for that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, other matchups on the card. Guys, I'm not as familiar with, although I am familiar with example, because I believe he's the guy who battled clean at clean winning that. But example was he was solid. He can he can that was a while ago, so I feel like he he could be much more improved. He could be he should be much more improved after that. So like after you go against a clean, you can't do nothing but get better. Um he's going against a guy named Illa. <clears throat> we have Shade or Shade or Chad. Chad Shade, sorry, spelled really weird. Shade Serious versus Catboy Hurt. King Crash versus KD. And Merc versus Buck. If any of you guys are on Twitter, follow me at Potier, P O D T I E R on Twitter. You know, just so I can like get some links and like I want to get to know <laughs> these guys. I want to see these battles. I want to see, you know, some footage. I just don't want to just see names. I want to see footage. 
want to get to know some new battle rappers, man. I want to get some, to know some new battle rappers. I want to see, you know, who's bringing it, who got potential to be a star or who can got potential to be the star of this particular card. So holla at me over there. Also on Instagram, underscore top tier podcast, YouTube, top tier podcast. Follow me, subscribe and like and share. Let people know. That is somebody out here that's doing the the, the work, the groundwork, and, not, and just talking about all leagues, not just, you know, your two favorites or the two biggest leagues. So if you want to get known, holler at me. Um, also, I want to talk about, <laughs> speaking of a league, right? So Facebook groups were a big thing when Battle Rap got into the URL grind time era circa 2009 10-ish and Facebook groups was popping popping I don't know how they are now but they were popping popping and I mean like all your favorite battle rappers would be in these groups um back then um I was in a few of them back when they first started initially and one league that was really synonymous with the battle rap groups because they spawned so much talent even though it wasn't considered, quote-unquote, a big league, or street status. Oh, O-W-E, man, cool guy. Still in a Facebook group with him. He probably don't wouldn't recognize me until like I hit him up on Facebook. He's like, oh, that's you with your podcast? Like, yeah, it's me, my guy. We've been we talking about Bad Rap for years. But I always felt, and I've said this maybe a year or two ago, that I feel like he, along with a couple other people, are like really underappreciated in the battle rap community i think i said direct direct is one of them as well maybe because he's more like soft-spoken he just does his job and kind of is out of the mess all of like for the most part but always the same way soft not soft-spoken but just real chill he's not into drama he just you know runs his league and gets out of the way but I feel like he's very underappreciated street status spawned some classic performances and moments. When you think of verb, you know, the whole guardian angels line, that shit was, that was a street stat. That was street status uploaded at. That's how I seen it. How, uh, hollow versus verb street status, Hitman rich dollar street status. People forget about T up O versus JC. You know what I'm saying? Most recently heartless versus young ill. Like there's really good battles on there, man. Really good battles on there. And I think um people need to put some respect on their names. And speaking of them, they had a battle with DNA versus MVP. And it was a one rounder. This was a part of their NWX invades St. Louis card. I believe that was the how the title went. And it was a really dope battle to me. People were like, we're just giving it to DNA on the timeline. So I had to see it for myself. And I think they were sleep. MVP had lines. MVP had lines. And people were like giving DNA credit for the rebuttal of a line. Only line I can give away because everybody talk about it because he uh, flipped a line that MVP said, which was 30 in the 15, something shit like statutory rate. And he flipped it with an R. Kelly line. It said 40. In the 16, I'm R. Kelly. But though I don't think I think his rebuttal was good, but I don't think his rebuttal was better than the initial line. I don't I just don't. That's just my personal opinion. 
And also, a lot of times you rebuttal something because it was hot. Like, it was so dope that you had to revamp it or whatever. He even said that that was a dope line. So that's why he revamped it. But MVP was dope, man. He had lines. Now, I will say he went about, in a one round, he went about 12 minutes. About 12. No lie. And I want to say DNA went maybe like five, four or five, somewhere in that in that mix. Yeah, about five or six, maybe. And he packed a lot of material in. The crowd wasn't rocking with a lot of his stuff. But DNA was punching, was punching. Man, he's just a pro. Man. Him and Danny Myers, you just really always count on them. He was punching. He had this Nolan Lyon. No, excuse me, Nolan Ryan line. He had a lot of baseball references. That if you're not really watching baseball, you don't really know the just like all oh, the Barry Bonds left field. If you don't if you don't really rock with baseball, you a lot of that stuff when he got into that bag, that would probably wouldn't hit you like the way it hit me. I grew up playing baseball, so it it connected. So DNA was in his bag in this battle. I got him winning, but I don't got him like body and homeboy. MVP was really good too. I just think if he he probably would have fared better if he condensed his material. Cause a lot of things, like a lot of his jokes about DNA being ugly, we kind of heard about the tooth, about the machete. Like it was kind of like dated material that that he didn't need. If he could have just got to like like being aggressive and barring him out, he probably could have made this a little bit closer. But with that being said, I got DNA winning. And yeah, man, we we gotta, I guess, stop underappreciating and undervaluing the talents of DNA, man. He's always bringing quality material, no matter who it is, just like Danny. And whether he's really done with URL after his next battle, we'll see. I don't know. Also, sorry if you guys was here for trying to a queen of the ring, watch your throne updates. I was busy, wasn't able to check it out. I heard I, I didn't really miss too much e- anyway, but salute to the ladies. Um, that's about it. And as far as work, getting upset, look, man, it's not on URL, so nobody's going to care. People still going to want to see him. It is what it is. Um, I just hope that those guys, next time they do an event, Queen of the Ring, they... They become a little more prepared. I heard about the fee not being so great. Heard I heard about the price being forty dollars for a car with only maybe three notable names. Like you gotta do better. But it's still still a long year, so maybe they can turn this around. And with that being said, I'm gonna be out of here. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Hope you guys follow me on the socials. If you're on YouTube, they'll be in the description box below and with that being said keep it battle rap love